Hello again, friends and fellow truth seekers. Mike Nicholas here with another episode of the Soul Unleashed podcast, where my goal is to help you break out of your old paradigms and ask the right questions in your search for a deeper meaning for your life and help you shift from a spiritual skeptic to a free thinker. So let's get started with today's uh, today's adventure. Today I want to talk about something which is a little bit unusual. The heck, everything we talk about is unusual. But um, I did something which I have never considered doing before. I was speaking with a friend uh, in the podcast world here, Russ, and he suggested uh, astrology. He was talking about astrology and how he had had a session with a lady who's an astrologer and how interesting it was. Now, astrology is something that I would put way up there in terms of things that I would think were complete uh, nonsense. And my exposure to astrology has been like most of you, I would suspect, you know, looking at the newspaper back when we had newspapers, going to the comics page and there on the comics page or near it would be my astrology or my horoscope for the day. I'm a Gemini. So, you know, I look at Gemini and there was one or two sentences and and that was about it. And I, I guess I put astrology right up there where I would put uh, Chinese fortune cookies in terms of what I, what I thought, you know, they really meant to my life. But, you know, now that I've been exploring all these other other things, and I'm open to learning things that I thought before were were not uh, not important or or not true. I, I talked to Russ more about this, and he, he, he showed me an example of what a chart looks like, birth chart. And of course, I couldn't understand that it's it's quite complicated. So I, I went ahead and I set up a session with uh, this young lady. Her name is Katrin, and she was amazing, basically. Uh, we had uh, about an hour and a half, and she went through the whole thing with me, and all I can say at this point is I am intrigued with astrology. I would say that the, what she described was was very accurate in terms of what my personality is or things that have gone on with me and just very accurate. I was I was really surprised. And you know, she gets all that, I, I guess, from uh, this this program that you know you plug in my, your birth date and, uh, and when you were born. I, I think the time helps. And then it, it has this chart, and it has to be interpreted, I think, by someone who knows what they're doing. And Katrin obviously knows what she's doing and, and went through it with me. So I hope to have her actually on this podcast in the near future where she can talk about these kind of things. One thing in particular that struck me as we were talking, she talked about something called the Pluto moon. Now, I, I wouldn't know the Pluto moon from uh, from, from, any, from nothing else, but... She had said at the very outset that the Pluto moon was in opposition on my chart and that it indicates uh, facing suffering or death. And she referred to it as a tough a Pluto moon transit. What was interesting about this was this particular tough Pluto moon transit is something that, according to the numbers and charts that she had, occurred for me last year. And she didn't know anything about my wife or you know, the hospitalization or, or what had been going on. And so I was intrigued by that. And I said, when did it happen? And she she had to actually go back and look uh, to do some other thing, to look at last year, because most of what we were talking about, obviously, in this session was, was this year. But when she did pull it up, it showed that the, the Pluto moon transition period or whatever this difficult period was, 
would have started for me last year in about March. And I thought that was pretty interesting because uh, I, I couldn't really quite remember w- what the dates were when all this thing started happening with my wife and the balance issues. But I went back and, and checked afterwards, and you know how you can record things in, in your calendar. And I searched for the date that we had the appointment with the doctor. And the first date we had with the doctor was in May, May 18th. And I thought, well, you know, it's a couple months after. She said it would, would have started in March. However, I went back and checked to see when she had, there was another doctor that we went to see initially who referred us to the neurologist. And the first doctor we saw actually was in March. So that was pretty weird. And then, of course, uh, if you've been following my podcast at all, my wife had an accident where she fell and hit her head and and, uh, was unconscious and coma and all that. That happened in August 3rd, uh, August of last year. And according to Katrin, without knowing any of all this history, she told me that the, the tough Pluto moon transit would have ended January 5th of this year. So, you know, a week or two ago. That pretty much tracks with what's been going on, you know, with my wife. And so I thought, okay, that, that's pretty cool. So anyway, at this point, you know, I just think it's interesting and am willing to accept that there's some validity to this. But I do have a lot of questions, and that's why I'm hoping to have Katrin on this podcast in the near future. The one thing that she did ask me to do, however, and I thought this was very interesting, was she said, now that you're coming out of this tough transit or this tough period, why don't you go back and look at what lessons you learned from that experience? She said, you never go through these kind of things, this Pluto moon transit or whatever. You never go through this kind of thing without learning something or or coming up with some kind of lessons. So I thought, okay, that's awesome. And I I have given some thought to what those lessons might be. Now, she said that the the old phrase, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, is what a lot of people apply to this particular period. And um, I, I guess that's that does apply to me also. But I came up with really seven lessons that I've, I've learned from this experience. And probably if I was to think about it for another week or so, I'd come up with more. But I just wanted to start with these seven on this podcast. I'm not going to spend a lot of time going through all these seven items, but I thought it would be a good thing to cover these and encourage you to do the same thing. You probably don't know, unless you're speaking to an astrologist, whether you're going through any kind of Pluto moon thing, but you certainly know if you've been through some type of tough experience or some type of tragic experience. And I apply this also thinking back to what, what we learned from our son's passing a couple of years ago, but all I'm going to talk about on here is with my wife recently. But I think it's a, a wonderful exercise to ask yourself what good or what positive lessons have I learned from this very difficult transitory experience. And that's what I encourage you to do after you're done listening to, to this podcast, spend some time on your own issues, your own problem, and see if there's something positive that came out of it. The first one and the primary one is the relationships that developed or were strengthened as a result of this experience. Now, my wife and I are blessed to have a, a long history of friends and people that we know and love, not to mention a very large family that we know and love. And this experience has reinforced those bonds and that love that we feel. First of all, with my family, they've been amazing. All my cousins are amazing, and they've kept in touch and with texting and with email, and it's just been terrific. And then there's friends that we have that go back to my West Point days and our early Army days, 
and they have been amazing, where they have been texting us. And it just so happened that last year was my uh, 45th, 45th, yeah, 45th um, anniversary of my, my graduation from the military academy. And so we had some social events last year. Because my wife was in the hospital, we couldn't do what we had planned to do, which was spend the weekend up at West Point. But I did drive up for a dinner that we had up there one night and back. And I saw men and women that I've known for, you know, 50 years who who were just super, unbelievably wonderful. And, of course, they, they provided all kinds of support and love, and they continue to do so just yesterday. Uh, it, it's It's been amazing. So that that relationship, one of our Army friends recommended this site called Caring Bridge, and Caring Bridge is apparently used by a lot of uh, folks who are, are going through the cancer experience. But Caring Bridge is a way to, when you have so many people that want to know what's going on, it's hard for one person, me, to text everybody when something happened or when my wife's condition changed and or to email everybody. And so this, this website is a way to post those updates online and people can then you know keep up with what's going on. Uh, if you're listening to this, by the way, <laughs> And you're a, a loved one or a friend of ours, you know. Please contact me, and I'll I'll add you to that uh, that list. Uh, the reason I keep it private is because you know I've, I've posted pictures and, and updates on my wife's condition there. But one of our military friends that date all the way back to, you know, when I was 18 years old, she recommended Caring Bridge, and so that that is where we got this idea from, and it's just been been amazing. And the people's comments on that have been wonderful, and I, I really appreciate that. So that that's the first lesson out of all this. Not that we needed it, honestly, but but just the the love and the reassurance from friends has been amazing. And I should also mention that our Masonic friends have been also terrific, keeping in touch with us and asking for updates. Some of them visiting and wanting to know how she's doing. So that has been the primary thing that I've learned from this experience: is our friends and loved ones, and uh, how important they are in our lives and, and how much they mean to us. Second thing I've learned has to do with manifesting. Again, I've done other podcasts on this, but manifesting is basically your thoughts become things. And there's been a number of examples. I'm not going to go through them all here, but a number of examples where I have deliberately wanted things to happen and they've occurred. And it's been things as simple as parking spots to, or finding the right parking spot to running into the right doctor or finding the right specialist or the right nurse or whatever. And most of the manifesting that I've done has been related to my wife and her, her healthcare journey, but it, it has also also been uh, terrific. The third thing has been just a reminder for me, not that I needed it, but you know how much my wife means to me and how much I, I need her in my life and care for her and love her. And as we've been gone through this journey, uh, that has just deepened as a result of everything that we've, uh, we've been gone through. It's now been almost six months that I've been living by my myself, I'm I've kind of got gotten used to that. Uh, so that'll be an adjustment when she comes back home. But I I really have uh, my, my love for her after 45 years has only has only deepened. Uh, the next thing, number four, is I think that asking for signs has also worked. And as I've been through the the soul unleash process and the the spiritual awakening, many people have said to me and people that I've seen, you know, online and of course and things, you know, said, ask for signs from, from spirit. And 
I've received signs in that way, but the, the main sign I received, of course, was when I was praying for some type of sign that I was doing the right thing when we decided to basically uh, do terminal weaning or terminate the, the life support that my wife was on. And I was I was an emotional wreck when all that was going on. And the, the sign, which is probably the best sign, was when I walked in one day just before we were going to do that. And she was awake and alert and able to hear me and communicate. And of course, uh, she only improved from there. So that, that was the next thing um, that you can ask for signs. Another thing is that I've, I've learned as part of this is that, you know, my wife or this other person can make her own decisions. That sounds kind of silly, but when I was learning about spirit and there's only so much that you can do and influence when you're, when you're manifesting, the other person obviously has his or her own ability to make decisions about what their life's going to be like. And I believe that my wife made the decision that she wanted to hang around and not depart this life. I've come to believe that we have certain exit ramps in our life that are pre-planned even before we incarnate in this in this experience. And you know, you your soul makes a decision whether or not to take these exit ramps. And my wife made the decision to, to stay and not not leave this life. And so sometimes you can't manifest what another person does or what another person decides to do. And in this case, uh, it was just reinforced for me that she can make her own decisions, of course, uh, and she did. Uh, another realization for me is that I'm happy. I, I'm just really happy with life. I'm happy with the way things are going. I was I was resigned to what would have happened, you know, had we proceeded with the terminal weaning and my wife had departed this world. But I am just very happy about life, and the important things matter. Uh, other people, relationships. My wife, obviously, our family, our grandchildren. I'm just happy about life and uh, less concerned about uh, stupid things. And the last thing I, I also realized during this period was that meditation was a little bit difficult for me. So I, I started a practice before my wife fell where I was trying to meditate every morning, get up early and meditate. And I tried to continue that as we've been going through this journey. And that has been difficult for me. I'm not sure sure why, but uh, I just I just have not been able to, to to continue that practice. And so I've been meditating and actually channeling, doing some other things at different times of the day, but my meditation, I, I used to do guided meditations, which is a subject for another whole podcast, but uh, I have not been able to continue that. So, so those are the, basically the seven things that you know, Katrin asked me to reflect back on this Pluto moon experience thing. Uh, that's those are the main things, and I would say the top three. You know, friends and loved ones, and realizing the importance in our life uh, that I'm able to manifest if I need to, and, and how much I care for my wife. Those are the top three things that I've come out of this experience with. So, thank you for listening. That's today's podcast. Actually, went a little bit longer than I initially intended, but uh, this whole astrology thing does fascinate me. <laughs> and we'll talk more about this later. And of course, I look forward to having Katrin join us uh, for future podcasts. So thank you very much. Again, if you get the chance to uh, just follow this podcast and uh, subscribe to it. And I, I love reviews. And again, you can reach me at Mike at MikeNicholas.com. Thank you. Bye-bye.